the good the good juicy part, right, is how I was able to get Yo, what's goody, what's goody, Latrell in a hoodie, and welcome to another episode of the Brother Next Door Podcast, where we talk about finance, personal development, and skills to get you further in life through actual steps and my own personal experience. In this episode, we're talking about taxes. I know I'm a little late. I am a little late. I apologize, but better late than never. There's still time to file, and so if you still haven't filed yet, then this is a great opportunity to listen in, watch in before you file to make sure you take care of everything you need to take care of, right? Everybody knows about taxes, but there may be some things under the scenes, behind the scenes that you don't know about. And so that's what we're talking about today. And you want to stay for the whole episode because I'm going to talk about how I added an extra $1,500 to my tax return this year alone. And so let's get right into it. Understand the start date for filing taxes this year, 2024, was January 29th, and then the last day will be April 15th. So let's get that out the way right now. You have time, but don't wait, don't procrastinate, and just, you know, not, you know, not uh, just sit, sit on your hands with it. Take care of business, get it done as soon as you get all your paperwork in from your job and all these different things from your bank, uh, from your investment accounts and all these things. Once you get that paperwork, let's get busy and start filing, right? And so understand what are even federal taxes used for? Let's go into that. Uh, government debt, Social Security, Medicare, National Defense, Veterans Benefits, Income Security, Think of housing assistance, different things like that. Education, infrastructure, roads, buildings, salaries, and as well as salaries for government employees. What are the different types of taxes? You have income tax. So this is just the tax that you're taxed, or this is the money that you're taxed for the amount of money you bring in, right? Payroll taxes. This is the money taken out of your paycheck. So when you see taxes, that, that's what they're talking about. On your uh, paycheck, you see that, you know, taxes column, and it's like, you know, 500 whatever, however much it is. That's the amount being taken out of your uh, paycheck, and so that is payroll tax. You got corporate tax, so this is the amount that uh, corporations pay to the government for the profits that they make throughout the year. Sales tax, this is taxes on goods and services. So when you go out and buy stuff or you pay for a service and there's a tax, sales tax. Property tax, these are taxes paid based on the value of a property and land. And then you have tariff. So this is taxes on imported goods as well as estate taxes. So this is taxes for a person's estate on the time of passing there are exceptions and inclusions, exclusions, uh, limits, exclusion limits to this. And so if you're dealing with the state taxes, do your research. There's a lot more that goes into it than just everybody paying taxes on, you know, in a state. But those are the different types of taxes. Let's get into the tax bracket, right? 
So I understand the tax bracket actually increased this year, which is great. So you could so comparing last year to this year, you will see roughly a five point four percent increase in each bracket. Roughly. So don't take don't trail this a little bit. Roughly five point four percent uh increase or you know shift from last year. And so if you look at the graphic that is on your screen now, this is how taxes work. If you never knew, you didn't really understand it, I'm about to break it down for you, right? So here we go. This is the graphic I want y'all to see. So I adjusted it because it was set for 2023, but I changed it to the 2024 tax bracket. So y'all actually see what's going on here. So I'm in this tax bracket, the 22%. And so we're going to get right into it. So how are you taxed? Here it is. For a single per hold on, let me be very clear. This is how a single person is taxed that is earning $58,000 per year in the year 2023. So if in 2023 you made $58,000, this is how you are taxed. All right, let me be very clear about that. Single, not married, not other situation, single. Here we go. The first 10%, right, or the first $11,600 is taxed at 10%, right? So if you make all the way up to $11,600, that amount will be taxed at 10%. Last year, it was 11%. So that means that $600 between last year and this year is not being taxed at 12%, right? So you're saving money on your taxes. That's why you're that they made it to where you're paying a little bit less on taxes this year. And so they they trying to help us out a little bit, but isn't you know with inflation it ain't, you know, it ain't doing too much. But besides the point, besides the point, right? So last year if you're making 58,000, right? The first ten percent, or the first eleven thousand dollars of your paycheck, would have been taxed ten percent. This year, the first eleven thousand six hundred dollars is now taxed at that ten percent. Now, the next, right, next section of your income, from eleven thousand six hundred all the way up to forty-seven thousand one hundred and fifty, will be taxed at the twelve percent. Does this make sense, right? So the first eleven, uh, the first eleven thousand six hundred is taxed at ten percent. Then, if you make more than eleven thousand six hundred, that's going to be taxed at twelve percent. And then, if you make more than that, you'll be taxed at twenty-two percent. So compare it to last year to this year, two thousand four hundred and twenty-five will not be taxed at the twenty-two percent range, right? Would not be taxed at twenty-two percent, right? And so now, after you get through that, say you make more than 44725 Cool. <laughs> now, if you, you know, we get up to that $58,000 mark, anything after $47,150 will be taxed at 22%, right? So that's what, $850? Or, oh, that's way off, uh, $10,000. Yeah, $10,850, way off. $10,850 will only be taxed at 22%.
So not your entire paycheck, but only $10,850 would be taxed at the 22 percentile. Does that make sense? Hopefully that makes sense. If you're not watching, watch after you get home. If you're driving, watch after you get home. If you're at home, get on your computer, get on YouTube, and watch this so it can make a lot more sense than how I am just saying it and expressing it, right? So if you're in the 22% bracket, one last time, your whole paycheck isn't taxed at 22%, right? Your whole income, your whole gross adjusted gross income is not taxed at 22%. Only a certain percentage of that is taxed at 22%. So I'm going to move on from that. Um, I don't, don't want to stay on that too long. Next, how do you file? Uh, and then irs.gov. All this stuff is readily available. All this stuff I'm talking about, if something doesn't make sense, just literally look up tax bracket 2024, um, different types of taxes, all that good stuff. It's very easy to find. So that that's the point of this podcast, me to put the information out there. And then you guys to go and do further research to see if the information makes sense for your situation. Cool? Cool. Next, how to file. How do we file these taxes? There's no matter how you file, first of all, you will there will be a 1040 uh, document that will be filled out on your behalf or you, you're going to fill it out and be sent to the IRS. No matter how you do it. There will be a 1040 form that will be filled out and sent to the IRS. And so one way to do it, you just fill it out yourself. You mail it. The problem with this is going to take a while to get your refund. So you can do it, but it's going to take a while and it's free. That's one way to do it. Another way to do it is to get a tax tax professional or a tax preparer to fill out that basically fill out that form for you. Because that's really all they're doing. They're going to ask you all your information. They're going to ask you all these questions. You're going to give them all these answers. And then they're going to fill out that form for you. And then they're going to make sure, based off their knowledge, that it's correct and that you're getting the maximum benefit. You're going to pay them their cut of your tax return. And then you're going to get your money. Now, most of the time, and should be all of the time, uh, they will get their cut after the tax return comes in. So don't pay them up front. <laughs> don't 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 slice them up up front and then uh wait for your return. Not like it should. Once you get your return, they're gonna get their cut and then you're gonna get the rest of your return. That's how I did it way back, like two like four or five years ago. Um, but I decided to stop going that route of using a tax preparer. Um another way is to use guided tax software. So the ones I've used over the past three years were Tax for USA, TurboTax, and Cash App. And so you can use any one of these. This is not financial advice. I'm not a financial expert, none like that. But these are the ones I've used based off my experience, right? These are the ones I've used and, like I said, have gotten my tax return for free and haven't had too much of a problem. I have used Tax Free USA for the past two years. So I've been using these three for four years. Uh, but I've I, more recently, I've been using Tax Free USA over the past two years because 
they're um it like I said, it's guided, it's guided tax software. So they're gonna ask you the same questions that these uh preparers are gonna ask you in the same matter to get you the best return possible. And so that's my plug. Tax free is gonna be free. You don't have to worry about it. And they're going to cover all the bases. So from whether you're an entrepreneur or whether you're just single or finally married, got kids, dependents, whatever the case may be, they got it all there for you. They got it, you know, so you so the process goes as smoothly as possible. So look into that. Now, some of these websites, some of these uh, guided tax software websites do have income limits. Or maybe they won't take uh, entrepreneurs or different things like that. So take that into consideration. All these different sites have different rules as far as who they allow, um, who they're willing to help out and not help out. So definitely think about that as well. How to pay less. Now, this is the good stuff. This is the good stuff. How to pay less in taxes. I hope you are... If you left, you missed out. But if you're here with me, y'all are getting the gems now. Standard deduction versus itemized. So when it comes to standard deduction, that is the standard amount that IRS has issued that you can use as a deduction, right? So say you're making, going back to that example of 58000 and, you know, you take that 58000 you subtract the standard deduction, and that's how much you're going to, uh, that will tell you where you fall within the tax bracket, right? And so that's a very good tool to use when it comes to lowering your taxes is standard deduction versus itemized. So you want to use itemized when the itemized deductions, excuse me, when the itemized deductions, the applic applicable deductions are more than the standard deduction, right? And so say you enter in all your itemized deductions and it's higher than the standard, then use that one, subtract that from your gross income, and then that will tell you where you are in the tax bracket. And then the other ways, 401k, HSA, and then traditional IRA. All these are accounts where you invest, uh, you know, your money into. I've talked about these accounts already. So if you have, if you don't know what some of these are, go back. I haven't talked about the 401k yet, I don't think. But go back and watch the videos on the HSA and then the traditional IRA and Roth IRA. But I did talk about those. And so with these accounts, you're able to get deductions because you invested into these accounts, right? And so with the HSA, you're saving money um, the year you invest and then when you withdraw. And then uh, once you retire, you could take money out tax-free as well. Uh, 401k uh, is tax deductible uh, when you deposit money into it, as well as the traditional IRA. But Roth IRA does not count. Why? Because you're withdrawing your money tax-free after the fact. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch those videos. But that's, in short, why and how those work. So 
the good the good juicy part, right, is how I was able to get over a thousand five hundred dollars added onto my tax return. So initially, when uh, I did my when I did my uh, tax return, you know they give you that estimate, and so the estimate was four hundred and eighty dollars, but I did not account for my schooling. So that's that's the sauce. That's the key that gave that got me to where I am at. And so when I added my schooling, as far as how much I paid for school, as well as how much I paid on interest for student loans, that's what got me majority of that money back. So how much did I get in return? I'll go and give you all the numbers. So I went from four hundred and eighty dollars initially. Right. All the way up to two thousand seven hundred and twenty dollars or two thousand seventy two dollars. Right. And so not seven hundred and twenty. It was two thousand and seventy two dollars. And so to get that number, I paid a thousand seven hundred and ninety nine dollars in student loan interest. And then I paid UNT six thousand eight hundred and seventy nine dollars and sixty one cents to attend the school last year. Now, I understand I paid that with student loans that accrued interest, and then I paid the interest on those student loans <laughs> that turned into that $1,799, right? And so uh, don't, don't, don't try to do that just to get a deduction. Like, don't, if, you, if you can avoid student loans, avoid it. Don't pay the interest. You're still paying interest at the end of the day. You're still, you know, paying somebody else. So don't think, oh, well, I'll just pay for school with student loans and then pay the – no, don't do it. It's, <laughs> don't do it. Uh, but anyway, with me aggressively paying off my student loans and starting, that's how I was able to pay that much in – uh, interest. And so there is a benefit to paying off your student loans aggressively. You get a bigger tax return. So if you're able to get your 1098T as well as your 1098E forms and use them, use them, use them because the government wants to help you out. If you're still in school, if you're paying off your student loans, different things like that, they want to help you out, so they're going to give you those deductions for paying for school as well as paying interest on student loans. And so that's how I got $2,072. What did I do with that $2,072 for the people that are nosy and all up in my business? $207 went to ties and offering, of course, and then the rest of it went to student loans, right? So right back into it, uh, I paid another, and then I added some money I already had. Uh, I paid another $2,000 towards my student loans this month. And so where do you see the status of your refund? Last part I want to talk about, you find that at uh, irs.gov, where is my student loan? Literally, that's how you look up. IRS, where's my student loan? They're going to take you to a website. You're going to enter in your Social Security, the year, uh, the year of your tax return, and then some some other information, and then it'll show you that information as far as when it's been accepted, um, and then when they plan on giving you, sending you that money, right? 
And so that's the episode for today. I don't want to make it too long, but I tried to give y'all as much information in a condensed format as best as I could. Hopefully this helped you guys going through the tax process, especially my younger folk that don't really truly understand it, but just know they have to do it. Hopefully this provides a little bit more clarity as far as where your money is going, why your money is going there, and how it is calculated. So hopefully this episode was a very informational video, uh, very informational episode, and hopefully hopefully y'all got a lot of value from this episode. I don't do as much finance episodes like I want to, like I should, and so I'm going to try to uh, put out some more financial content um, as the year goes on. But if you're enjoying the podcast, donate one five ten dollars every single month. Give the brother, help a brother out. Special, um, like, comment, subscribe, uh, leave a review, leave a five star review on any platform you're watching on. Um, YouTube, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and I will see y'all in the next episode. Peace.